Have there been like a super re- like a like religious uh, um, wrestlers? Yeah, and it doesn't work <laughs> ever. Uh, so the most famous would be um, Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, in the mid '90s, uh, he was in the WWF as a like religious kind of character. Really, they were kind of talking about his past mm-hmm. drug use, but not about all yeah. of his past drug use. It was more of just like, well, he drank uh-huh. a lot. <laughs> right. Uh, and now he doesn't do that anymore. Uh, and he was like, it was he was like a super, you know, religious guy who had uh, found religion and now he's better. And the evil heel, Steve Austin, oh. after beating him at King of the Ring uh, and becoming King of the Ring, he cut the most famous promo in wrestling history where he says... Uh, you go around and you thump your Bible and you talk about your John 316. Uh, that's why Austin. Austin 316 says, I just whipped that's your ass. Austin and 316. that is where Austin 316 okay. comes from. Can you imagine having that scripture delivered unto you? Yes, I know you just whipped my ass. It's, I'm, I'm sitting on the yeah, bench chair yeah. you hit me with. Yeah. yeah. I'm writing it down. I'm sorry I'm fighting you about this. That. I never disputed it, but yes, that's. That's where that They're always from. finding Jesus under, more underneath know. a giant mountain of coke. Uh, I think that's probably where Jake, Jake the Snake found him, mm. under, a giant mountain of mm. cocaine. Uh, that's where he was looking for him. I don't yeah. know that he, <laughs> right. he looked long and hard. <laughs> really <laughs> looked Yep. Yeah. Gonna go back and check again, like Scrooge McDuck swimming through it. to check everywhere. <laughs> this is a place. I'm checking it. Welcome back to WFLP, your home for classic rock or today's contemporary hits or maybe even talk radio. Don't forget, we're giving away two tickets to Summerfest or insert the name of a local street live or let's be honest, probably just Summerfest. Uh, That's right. All summer long, (laughs) listen to WFLP on Mondays, be the 29th caller and you and a loved one or a friend or a person you sell the tickets to on StubHub, will be on your way to Summerfest. <laughs> we'll be sending you to your local outdoor amphitheater or park or parking lot. That's right, Summerfest, where you can enjoy live music from your favorite band or an unknown cover band. Or, again, let's be honest, you're only there because they temporarily allow you open alcoholic containers and you can day drink. <laughs> uh, that's right, Flapper Summer is here. Doesn't matter Woo. where you live, big city, small town, whether you've got an outdoor music <laughs> festival, uh, whether you're deep inside a dank dive bar, there's going to be some live music options for you going on, and that's what we're going to talk about this week, live music. And summer. No matter what hemisphere you're on, it is summer. <laughs> it is only <laughs> summer. I cannot imagine another possibility. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I was recently... Uh, at a live music event, and for my for my money, literally for my money, like it's just about the best thing. Um, I love going to see live music, and so I want to talk this week a little bit about pros and cons, do's and don'ts, but really just kind of share some live music stories and give our our audience advi- uh, advice on uh, you know the best way for them to enjoy uh, live music. When I was a kid, I hated live versions of stuff. Um, Because I only consumed music by, like, tape or CD or something like that. You know, of course, tape first or the radio first. Um, But it's like, 
they're not doing it the right way. I hate this shit. Yeah. Um, I can hear assholes cheering. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up the live uh, versus tape thing because I, I went to the exact same thing. I remember when I, you know, I first only consume radio, tape, CD, and then like sometimes you get like the live version, mm-hmm. like. They're not even doing it right. It's they're playing this, their own song wrong because you think there's <laughs> yes. like a correct way, right? There's a correct version. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite things about being at live music is like, let's say it's a band you're into, and it's that whatever like lightning bolt thing that hits you right in the chest of you're just electrified. You love like seeing that it's the thing you love. It's the thing you've connected with on the headphones for so many hours, and now you're here and it's happening. Oh man! But. Uh, the other side of it is like, I go to plenty of shows that I'm. It's not my favorite band, or it might even just be something I don't even know. Or I, I, there's a lot of different ways you might stumble upon live music. The other favorite thing I love is watching those people just wig out, even when I'm not like really into the band. Mm-hmm. Um, I was the the last show that I was at. Um, it was. Uh, it's one of my my wife's favorite band, and and they were good. I had a great time at the show, but I, it's not like it doesn't mean anything. To, it doesn't speak to my soul. And these two dudes that in front of me, I, you know, they were uh, they were probably in their fifties or sixties. They were older, um, but they were that they had those like stank face looks on that. Like whenever the guy would do like a solo or something, they were just going. They could oh, feel it. Fuck. They would look at each other and like fist bump and just like fuck. And the guy, would, the guy was like doing fist pumps like like a Tiger Woods, just like fuck yeah, fuck yeah. And the thing is, like, to each their own. Right? Everybody has their own musical taste. When this guy was soloing, me as a very mediocre guitarist, I was like, eh, that's not that good. Like, I, I was really, I got nothing out of it. I got nothing out of it. Yet the, this guy was like fist pumping and you know, cream in his jeans. But I, I got enjoyment mm-hmm. out of watching that. Like, I love watching the people who are having cream a great their time. jeans, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, when in my younger days, I would be like. How close can I get to those speakers? I want to be like put my head in the speaker, and you're 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 like feeling it. Now uh, I wear headphones. <laughs> I wear uh, earphones to shows because yeah. um, I have this like hearing. I have hearing problems. I'm not sure where that came from, but I still want that though. Like I put the the earphones in. And now I'm like I'm safe. So now let me get as close as I can because like I want <laughs> I want to feel this and like I, you feel it in your chest, you know. And it's like there's a percussive thing that you don't get elsewhere. There was a there was a kid uh, in my class in college, uh, and she was uh, very much deaf, uh, like almost no hearing, and loved going to concerts because mm. she's like. I can see it. I can feel it. It's it's great. I, can, I a little bit can hear what's going on. You know, it's like not completely gone, but she's just kind of like it's. There's other things about it that are still rad. You know, the whole yeah. crowd, mm-hmm. like just being in a crowd that's excited is is contagious. You know. Yeah, I think one other thing I'll throw out is some bands, and it, this goes both ways. Some bands are better live. Um, I have had multiple times where I've uh, been at like really small venues, like almost like a bar venue kind of place. I I happen to find myself there, don't know the band, and I fall in love. Like, holy shit, man, this is fun. Like, this energy is great. And I want to see, let me look you up, but I want to see you again. And then I go to Spotify and it's like, what is this flat ass boring shit? Like, it doesn't work. I'm with you. The only real reason that I would go to see live music is to... Uh, 
play out the same fantasy I have every time where they say, the drummer has gotten some kind of <laughs> accident. Is there anyone in the audience who can come up here and play drums for us? And uh, then I do, and then it goes really well. There's famously at least one story of the I was going to say, if the there Who. wasn't a true story behind that, oh, then... I didn't know there was. Now I have hope. <laughs> yeah, because Keith Moon had a lot of trouble with alcohol. Yeah. Uh, what? Mooney? Including killing him. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> he, he had, had a trouble when he killed him. I don't think he had trouble. I think he died doing what he I've loved. I've got yes. a wee oopsie with my <laughs> alcoholism. And um, that, there was one concert where it was like, hey, is there anyone in the show who can play drums? And some dude got... And it, it didn't go, like, perfect. Because, you know, it's like, yeah. you're playing with the who. <laughs> you're trying to sit in with the who. Um, oh, my God. Ima- just imagine, Grant, you know, like... What's Grant the biggest crowd that you have personally ever played for? I don't know. <laughs> Give me order of magnitude. One uh, hundred? Uh, maybe, maybe. Okay, maybe. Now, yeah, ten thousand. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just nuts. And if you haven't drummed a lot, like what stamina do you have? Like how many songs in a row can you play? And can you keep like? Oh, I know this song, but I guess I've never really drummed along with it. And anyway. Yes, that's a perfect fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> your your uh, drummer fantasy thing, Grant, reminded me of like what an asshole I was. Uh, not anymore, but what I was at one point. So as I've already said, I am currently a very mediocre guitarist. Uh, imagine, um, like I've had a guitar for three months, and I've I know some chords. But you guys know how that if you're if you've ever learned an instrument, you know that kind of like magical feeling though. It's like it's like you Harry Potter's got the wand and he's learned a couple of spells, right? And you're like, I can do these fucking things. And I think I had just learned like the, f- the first Led Zeppelin song I ever learned. I don't know. Let's but let's just say it's Stairway to Heaven. I was down in Cincinnati along the river uh, at some bar, there was a guy uh, out on a stool um, performing. He had an acoustic guitar, and he, you know, was an actual musician. And I kept going up to I was I'd been drinking. Yeah. I kept going up to be like, "Can I try one?" Like I wanted, like I could play mm. "Stairway to Heaven" or whatever. Like I mm-hmm. wanted him to cut his set short and hand me his guitar <laughs> so that I could go plink 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 plink. plink. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, Matt. Yeah. Here's the thing. What I have guess. I have been in shows when a drunk will come up and be like, I got next. I'm like, it, yep, that in was my me. band? Yeah. And then I've been the guy who's like, all right, when you're done, I'm, I'm give me the bass when you're done. <laughs> right. Yeah. Even yeah. knowing that it sucks, you do that. Uh, to anyone who has ever learned a guitar, thinking of being three months in and like what you call understanding a Led Zeppelin song is pretty <laughs> right. funny. Um I did. I do have a former high school friend that was. We were talking guitar to stay off the topic of every other thing that I hate talking to him about. Um, <laughs> but he was like, "Yeah, yeah, man, I know how to play. I wish you were here. I don't know any of the hammer-ons or pull-off part, but I, it's like, well, wait, a, wait a goddamn second there. There's, <laughs> and it's just strumming a couple of chords is all you know. Like you don't know like." Dun, dun, it's like, dun. oh, you know G, C, and, and D. Well, I don't play <laughs> yeah, the exactly. D. The D's a little tricky. I just do the G and, and I don't C. know the A minor, but I do know the G and the C and the D. So the other part I sit out, and uh, I lay back. I lay back for that part. I don't have to solo it's like jazz. by doing the A minor chord. The chords chord. are not playing. The tricky uh, ones. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like the criticism isn't like of learning and like learning on the way. It's the criticism is the arrogance of yes, that. Like yes. you're going like, let me play your guitar. 
But after <laughs> you're, but you look, God if I w- it doesn't matter. The arrogance is even if I was Jimmy Page, I would be an asshole to go up to yeah. a guy who's performing. One hundred percent. Can I do one? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. What are you fucking talking about? No. So let's share some uh, fun concert stories or first concert or uh, good times that you have. The first one I'll kick off, which is both. Uh, my first concert, which was a an OAR concert in Columbus. Um, oh wow! They're probably still revolu- kicking around. Are you talking about Columbus, of a revolution? Uh, of a uh-huh. revolution. I said the whole uh, thing. I, I think I probably just called them or. Uh, I was certainly not a. I, I knew that crazy game of poker song, and that was it. <laughs> yeah. And and yeah. and if, I'll I'll be damned if any one of you could name another song of theirs. Hey, it was the craziest game of poker I ever At saw. One time I could, but uh, yeah. Matt, I dare a member of OAR to name another song. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was in Columbus. So I was in college in Dayton and uh, drove to Columbus. And um, it was, it, in my mind, yeah, I'm sure it was just an average show, but in my mind, it was so fucking wild and so awesome. And me and two of my buddies uh, being, have I mentioned we were kind of jackasses? Um, people were, were, were uh, crowd surfing. And we we took Whoa. our turns, you know, like lift me up, and then in this in this case, you know, it wasn't like stage diving; it was the reverse, where you get going up, yeah. and they kind of pass you around, and eventually you kind of end up front, and they dump you off into like a little pit, and then the security guy's like, "All right, go to the back." <laughs> um, and we each did it. And it was like, "Oh, that was fun." And then we're like, "Well, maybe other people should have fun too." So we would just grab random strangers and just <laughs> going up, and they'd be like, whoa, 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 no, and then then they like you know float away, <laughs> never to be seen again. <laughs> Yes, rock on, man. You're welcome. (laughs) That is awesome. Just (laughs) lifting up random people. Absolutely. And everybody else unwillingly like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they put their hands up and just shove them around. Yep. My first concert uh, was uh, near the end of high school, and it was Guar. I had a very interesting first concert experience. Um, If you don't know... uh, they dress up in costumes themselves, and they have a big stage show where they like chop the heads off of um, big costumed people and monsters and stuff, and then they spray fake blood out on everybody. <laughs> and uh, the very first show that I went to, um, we just sat way in the back and kind of observed it all. And then I saw them again after. Like I didn't know. I mean, you you see concerts and stuff on TV. In mm-hmm. Ottawa, Ohio, not a lot of concerts come through. Not I mean, the lot. Stones, <laughs> the Stones may be back in '72. Right, I think, in they played. Mm-hmm. Tour, they when did they Ottawa. play the Putnam County Fairgrounds? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they played the Caboose in the Park. Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Phil Dirt and the Dozers would cover the Putnam County Fair, but the Stones could only do the Caboose. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, I had no idea what, what was what to expect. So then I had seen a first concert, and then later on I would get it like down in the pit and get sprayed it with all the slave blood and stuff. And um, the second Guar concert, I was completely soaked in the red fake blood. In fact, my contact lenses were, were dyed, dyed red, red from I had so much on me. But it feels <laughs> great as you're like dancing around. It's all it's just like cool water. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway. I, I gotta, so, yeah. th- I gotta think that second concert you went to after that was at Letdown. You know, you're at like <laughs> OAR, yeah. and you're like, "Where's the blood, dude?" <laughs> uh, they Guar rules. They have such a big, awesome show that they put on, and it's all theatrical and stuff, and yeah. then like crazy, intense music, and people are loving it. And yeah, then you watch another thing, and it's like, "The fuck is this?" <laughs> this guy's just singing okay. songs. Okay, Ben, servant blood. Come on. 
Yeah. Then, <laughs> right, right. Your first concert was the God. first concert you saw after that. That's not your first concert. Yeah. That's like, that's like oh, the first movie I saw was the Rocky Horror Show at midnight. Everyone was dressed up yeah. and throwing toast. Why didn't they do it for Terms of Endearment? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Not no one no- threw any food stuff. Yeah, it's a normal experience. <laughs> Grant, what was your first concert that you saw? I was trying to think about this, and I don't... I've seen a very, very narrow, let's say, uh, <laughs> range of artists. Mm-hmm. And I know at some... It, I, I think it might have been Weird Al. I think Matt took me to see Weird Al. The one Al. that we went think, to? Yeah, I think that was it. So that is a bummer for me because that that's... Okay, similar to Guar, a an original, like, in the prime time, Weird Al show... He does costume changes and all yeah. kinds of stuff. Am I right? Yeah. He does a whole great big They're show. They're like video segments and stuff. and Yeah. So it's like multimedia and costume change and stuff. Yes. You and I will see him in August. Yeah, And it's not he that. is not doing I've that seen at, him be- at all. Yeah, I've seen him several times doing different things. So. Yeah. He, he may never do one of those big things again. And I will have missed out on like getting to see that, which is a great big production. And yeah, if you see that and then you just go like, Oh, Eddie Money. And then he just plays fucking yeah. his two tickets to paradise up there like, this is just some dickhead singing a song. This is this is sucks. That was a great sh- that was super fun. Like you said, it costume cha- you know cuz like Weird Al is a I don't want to crush any dreams out there, but Weird Al is actually taking other people's music uh uh-huh. and then he changes the words. But mm-hmm. um what? So, someone tell Coolio. So when he was doing like a Green Day parody set, you know, they're all dressed up as like Green Day from the you know, like he it was very much like visual too. Like so, you know, they mm-hmm. crazy costume changes over and over again. Uh, also yeah, was that was fun. the day I learned that live music doesn't sound exactly like it does on the albums, which I did not know. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh there's a band called Covet. Um I got into them because the guitarist is she makes some really beautiful music. She she's like playing fingerstyle, but it's like uh like electronic or God, I don't know how to say it. I guess I'll just call it alternative. Um, but it, it's pretty cool. Check out Covet. Um, she's but she's an amazing guitarist. Started getting into them, and then it's like, hey, they're coming through Columbus. Let's check them out. So my wife and I go and check them out. And yes, we're old. We put earplugs in, and we're you know we get ourselves a beer, and uh, we start watching uh, the first band. Then then they're coming up. But there's a dude standing next to us. And he was like, hey, he says to another person, hey, could you eat sushi to this music? I mean, I'm on like a 11 out of 10 inebriated right now, but I could I could eat sushi right now to this yeah. music. It's like, what, what, are we, what are we talking about here, brother? Could you what? eat sushi to this? He's one of our greatest philosophers, and yet his work oh was not God. written down for the ages. Oh my he, god! That's a question yeah. I've never thought of asking. No. There were people like ex- there were some pretty chemically enhanced people there. Um, not just like he wasn't just drinking some beers. He was he was out there. But yeah, I mean I'm 11 out of 10 right now. But uh, I could eat sushi to this. <laughs> 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 kind of a weird test is that? Uh, okay, then one more. I was at a, a KRS One show here in San Francisco. Um, but there was this crew in front of me. Let's it was like let's say six dudes. And there was like 15 hands between them with 20 joints that were just constantly <laughs> like they had they had more hands than Vishnu and each of the hands had three joints yeah. in the hands and, and all of them were smoking very much pot. Like um yeah. <laughs> I was I was like my jaw was I, I could not believe 
they each they would always have one that they were smoking, one that they were lighting, and it was just the entire show. And like, why I, rotate? Why are you just I, keep I don't one? Know. They were just kept passing, you know. And yeah. it's, it's like I'm trying to get rid of them. It's probably. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's it's. I love Lucy and the chocolate scene. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. just trying. She just keep. They have to keep trying to smoke them. Like, oh shit, shit, shit. So there is a bar in Columbus now. Um, they've had lots and lots of acts there, but. I was there most recently to see Neil Hamburger, who is not a musician. He's a comedian, but um, America's funny, man. <laughs> but, but it's like... Friend of the pod. You go, this was not meant to be this. This was like a former bank turned into a bar or something. Some, like, it just doesn't flow right. There's mostly shitty seats. And there aren't seats, as yeah. a matter of fact. Yeah. But mostly just like shitty... It's all columns. <laughs> you know, you can't... That's not the actual problem with it, but Could yeah. you tell from the roof that it used to be a Pizza Hut? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a big cowboy yeah. hat? I'm at the Pizza Hut. I'm at the music venue. Yeah. I'm at the combination Pizza Hut and music venue. Okay. Yeah, no, that you nailed it. There's there's like they're really forcing or or that sounds like it's you've taken the Pizza Hut and you've tried to turn it into, but even worse where it's like it's still operating as a Pizza Hut, but they're like, but we put a stage in the corner and on Tuesday nights, it's like, yeah, it doesn't really work. Yeah, no one can see the stage and it's like, it's L-shaped. And, uh, <laughs> right, you know, right. most of the people get in the long the leg of the is around the corner. The, <laughs> yeah, like that kind of thing sucks. Um, it's nice to be close and small, but it's like, eh, if it's not meant for it, it doesn't always work out. I've been to little places that do work out. Um, you guys made me think about, there's... Bell Fountain, Ohio, has uh, one called the, the Holland Theater. That's a, a restored one that just now they started doing stuff. I saw a jazz guitarist, Bill Frizzell, do an improv group there uh, last year. Um, it's it's so nice. It's a it's a beautiful restored place. It's meant to you know it's it's their seats, <laughs> actual seats that you can sit in. It's meant to ha- has a stage and it's meant for people to to enjoy that thing on and yeah. Yeah, um, there's there's a lot of small places like that, but I, I like if if it's meant to be that. So, one thing you immediately have to recognize with outdoor is like mm, sound can be tough, and well, that could that could be true indoor too. You can have really shitty. Uh, from what I understand, the Memphis Pyramid was not a great uh, concert <laughs> venue, but. Um, the, Those the Egyptians Egyptian architects did, they did, they not, did have not have the, the acoustics. Yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, there was a lot of hype surrounding uh, Billy Bass's promo there, or his uh, his <laughs> yeah. his concert there, yeah. but uh, it didn't didn't work out. It was a, it was a big yeah. bust. So I guess I take that back. It, it, sound can suck indoor, but I think like outdoor sometimes uh, it's really you know where are you seating, how far away um, that that the sound could suck. But where do you guys land on again with outdoor? Now your size dimensions because you could have like indoor venues. Uh, of like super small or a little big, but then outdoor, you can have full on music festivals where there's like four main stages, like Ben was talking about where you went to this weekend. So like, where do you, what do you prefer in an outdoor? I've been to an outdoor. I went to a Metallica concert early on in my youth because that's what I thought you did to learn to play guitar and be in a band. (laughs) And everyone else was going and I got there and I was like, I don't think I like Metallica as much as I used to. Um, It was gigantic. It was like, they're just like, see that dot? That's near the stage. Like, yeah, right? And, like, I could kind of mm. hear it, but I could super hear the echo. And yep. when it's songs you know, it's like people clapping on one and three. Yeah. It's just, it's just off. Um, uh, so I was just kind of like, 
This would be better with less. I've never been to any of those things that are like, you know, Bonnaroo right. or one of those like where everybody, I, I have no idea what that would be like. I don't, I, I agree with uh, Corey that like where it's a sea of people and you go, yeah, that dot is near the stage or something. Or mostly this comes up when I like watch a documentary of a band that I like mm-hmm. and they'll show some of their like biggest things they ever played. And I just go, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Right. That's just crazy. Just, it's crazy to see so many people. people. Yeah, yeah. What if you were in the middle of all oh, of that? God. Like, oh my gosh! Yeah, crazy. Uh, I'm not interested in. that. I know. I when you look at so those big festival lineups, if you were to look at like the poster, you'd think there's so many names, but you're like, oh shit, they're playing there, and I like this band, or I like that band, like this yeah. festival sounds great. But like, it, there's and this is an old man talking. It's just like the hassle factor, the shit show, the do I want to be in the middle of that giant sea of people and like where do I go to the bathroom and like, you know, all of these things. So if I'm going to do an outdoor festival like that, I, I, I would go prefer, like you were saying, Ben, like a comm fest where it's like just chill. In San Francisco, in Golden Gate Park, um, there's a festival called Hardly Strictly Bluegrass, which is one of the coolest things. So this, some, some tech billionaire kind of guy, uh, maybe like 20 years ago, uh, he bequeathed uh, upon his deathbed. He he set some money aside. He, he, he farted was a, out of his pussy, right? <laughs> he farted a billion dollars out of his pussy and said, "This uh, this queef can only go towards uh, bluegrass music in Golden Gate Park. I want it to be a free concert. Whoa. Nobody, no you know entry fee, no tickets, just bluegrass." And that got bigger and bigger to where now it's called Hardly Strictly Bluegrass. So I guess they're not really listening to him, but it, it's. He, he has an endowment for it. So it is a free, giant-ass festival with all the main stages and all That's that stuff. Cool. But it's so chill. It's just bring you bring your picnic blanket, bring a cooler. It's all BYO, whatever. And people, it's not like a standing capacity crowd thing. Everyone's just kind of like picnicking and listening to music. And I, I fucking love it. So like, if I'm going to do an outdoor thing, I, I, I think picnic blanket is maybe the barrier that I'm like, can I bring a blanket and sit on it? Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, my last last topic here. You're going to see a band that you know really well. Um, mm-hmm. How do you... Or, so I have, there's two scenarios. Let's start with you're going to see a one-hit wonder. How, do they, how does a one-hit wonder craft their set list? Because people are there to, you're, to see the one or two songs that you know. Matt, the trick is how to get your hit as the closer and encore. <laughs> well... But what do you do before the closer? <laughs> like, peop, the whole time people are going, play the song. <laughs> I think you, okay, I think you tease it a couple times. If if you're Eddie Money, like, hey, you know what I got? I got two tickets, too. This next song, it's about love. And then you do, do something else. And there's like, oh, shit, I thought he was going to do it. And maybe it's the next one. You string them along. Yeah, I, I, I like that. So what if it's a band... That's well, he plays Take Me Home Tonight, uh, and he plays Baby Hold On, uh, and he plays... I mean, he's he's got all kinds of songs. Eddie Money can... Eddie Money's I think got Ben it, might uh, be like a Eddie Money agent or something. He's getting some sort of uh, kickback for plugging Eddie Money on money the podcast. Head. Oh, yeah. They call me the money clip. Um, <laughs> uh, what if it's yeah. a, a band you like who's, who's touring a new album? It's one of your favorite right. bands, but you don't really know the new album. Like, How do you want that set list to go? Few and far I want him to still play the hit at the end. Um, I, I I was thinking I wrote down a whole bunch of concerts that I ever saw, and I was thinking like, okay, well, a local radio station that I used used to be the plug of like what's going on back in the day. Um, 
it's like, all right, so this is the this is the hot shit, this is the hot shit, and then they would have some cheap concerts, and I went to a lot of them, and I would just kind of watch and chill, and then at the end they would play like that thing that was played on the radio, and it's like, yeah, yeah, there but it then is. you're all into yeah. it. Yeah. Before I don't know, it's like cool. It's all lead up. I don't know, but I wouldn't criticize them too much. If you're yeah. gonna play well, new like stuff it. at the end of your show, you got to play the good one after. Yes, if you that's come true. out as an encore and you play a new thing, you're like, and then I'll do two of my good ones. Ooh, I saw a show recently where they played some other ones early on that I was like, okay, I like this, mm-hmm. and then they played what I thought was the vibe of the band, which is why they're only okay. And then that was it. That's what they closed. Oh, was, you brought it down. I don't know if that. For me, they fucked it up. But maybe yeah. for their hardcore fans, that they were like, "Yeah, good. You played that other weird shit." And then they go to that slow crap. The love songs. Grant, when we went to see Robert Plant, you know he's touring whatever bullshit he's he's doing at that time. Like, how much? Were you like okay with listening to him try a, a folksy bluegrass song versus how much were you just like, just play the fucking Zeppelin? <laughs> <laughs> he can do whatever he wants. I mean, I don't, I didn't, yeah, I don't know. Okay, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. So, so you're saying he can do no wrong. Grant, what if he, what if he played, she'll be coming around the mountain when she comes? <laughs> That'd be interesting. No, I, that's I, a story would, to tell. I would still be like, it's fucking Robert <laughs> yeah, Plant. That's a story like, to would, tell. He'd yeah. probably have a verse about Gollum. Yeah, that's true. No, I, uh, that's cool, Grant. I I appreciate that and it's Gollum like... And at the Papa John's! <laughs> <laughs> Ordered a, a hot and ready, hot and ready. It's like, that's Domino's bitch. Yeah, but he fucked up the whole thing about Gollum in the first place in the song, so he's just... Yeah. It's Little Caesars, right. and I have no fucking clue what you're talking about anyway, so <laughs> I don't know what the hell is going on. God damn it. <laughs> uh... So then the last thing, you guys have said this several times, your thoughts on encores, I fucking hate them now. I think they're such bullshit. We all, it is, it is, I it, agree. It, there's no authenticity I to. I hate all rules that just have to be followed even though they, like, they're, they're just unwritten. I hate them. Go to, go away. A foolish consistency, as you say. Their set or list as, ha- as they say. Ha- includes the encore and the two songs they're playing for the encore. Why stupid. do they have to go off and wait and then come back? Oh, surprise! So it stupid. happens. It, I hate. I hate it. I've I've been in bands. Not 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 big famous bands. I've been in bands. You need a fucking break. You got one more yeah. in you. I need to I need to smoke a cigarette and drink a water. You say that. I will wait here for you. That's don't true. Make me, don't you fucking make me clap. I don't didn't you think make, about don't that. Don't you make me clap real loud. Fuck it. I get it, man. You want a break and you'll do one more hit for me. I appreciate that. But don't you make me do the clapping. Of yeah. course, you're going to come back out. God damn my, it. My wife had said, well, they need a break. And so I was like, okay. But you're right. Just say we're taking a break. Don't, you don't yeah. have to do the encore thing. I saw comedian Dom Herrera on a like extended uh, like, to, like a- extra night at a, a club in Columbus. And halfway through the set, he's like, I have to smoke a cigarette, and I'm not going to be funny while I do it. And he just was like, <laughs> I'm so fucking tired. He just, when he was done, he was like, I'm back into it. And he fucking killed. <laughs> you can do it, all right? Yes. Just say you're old my, and my wrist hurts and I need, I need some water. Be right back. I got to uh, pee. Friend of the show, E. Charles R., saw Ringo Starr and his all-star band, uh. and they did not do an encore. And they wow. were very clear about that. Don't do that crap. That's fucking great. 
I, I didn't yep. realize pe- some people had the balls to do that. I guess if you're going to have... If a, you're a beetle. Who has more clout than <laughs> a beetle, Anyone below right? beetle <laughs> <Yeah>. level. <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you a beetle? No, then you're doing an odd <laughs> Yeah. Grant, that's a good point. Uh, yeah. He is a beetle, yeah. and it really doesn't matter whether it's conventional or yeah. not. Or if it's convenient for you. He's the beetle. Yeah. Uh, if I go into a restaurant and there's a sign that says, tipping not required, we pay a fair living wage... That's the no encore. Here's the set list. I'm mm. playing these songs and I'm done. Not coming back out. Don't you don't have to clap. Thanks. Just tell me up front. Just be up front with it. Yeah. I'm okay mm. with that. It makes me yes. happy. Oh, cool. I don't have to do the fake clap thing. Tell us up front. And when pretend you say, that his last this song is our that he last ended one. On. Yeah. It's our last one. And when he goes, This is our last one, you're like, This is new shit. They're doing two on the two on the encore. We got to <laughs> Well, speaking of last ones, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, the, the house lights are coming up, uh, little Captain Travis. But I hope you enjoyed this. Hope you go out and enjoy some live music. Um, and let us know, could you eat sushi to this podcast? <laughs> Email us at freelegaladvicepodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, and to see pictures of me losing my hearing uh, by putting my head in a gigantic speaker <laughs> cone, you can find us on Instagram. We are Free Legal Advice Podcast. And like Grant always says, uh, follow us. Uh, if you want to follow Eddie Money on Twitter, the official account of Eddie Money <laughs> is at Free Legal Pod. Um, all of the great Eddie Money content you could hope for. Uh, and if you like the show, let, let us hear you clap, and we'll come out and do a couple more jokes. Come on, people, <laughs> yes. let us hear it. <laughs> yes. ah, one more bit. And that, we're going to do a little bit of our yeah. new stuff and then one of our old hits. I mean, we're Whoa. literally going to do it, but first you've got to clap. There's gonna be a bit of a break, some musical play, and then there's some like fake barbershop stuff, but then we'll come back and do a clip. (laughs) Do a classic one. Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 131. Matt, what if you were a fireman? Well, I'm going to speak from experience here, so I I would be a part of FDNY, baby. <laughs> so, oh my God. <laughs> I'd be a New wow. York City firefighter, um, <laughs> and I'm I'm going to again from experience. I am going to recite this as uh, I I would say verbatim from a speech that I have heard probably a three dozen times. So, I've been a New York City firefighter for 34 years. I'm here today to make sure you're all safe in case of emergency. Uh, I go around to high-rise office buildings in New York City and recite a speech about egress 25 times a day. (laughs) We at the fire department, we're going to be here to help, but we need you to be smart. We need you to be safe. and, And we want you to help yourselves know where your exits are. Look, I always tell my kids, my family, when I go to a, when I go to a movie theater, when I go to a, a, a shopping mall, take two seconds. Look, find the exits. It could save your life in case of an emergency. So look, folks, we're going to be here. We're going to respond to the emergency in your office building. We're going to communicate, but we need you to help yourselves. Know where your exits are. Know, where, know that the elevators will be shut down. Find a friend. Help those who can't help themselves. And God bless you, and have a great day. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, you get the whole, you get you get all the life of the, you, I, I'm sure these guys, maybe they fought some fires in their day, but hey, they just go around to office buildings, and 25 times a day, go floor to floor, and recite that speech 
because every company has to hear that like three times a year or something uh, to be safe. And it's the same. It's a different guy every time. And it's the same speech. And I swear to God, every different guy says, I always tell my family when I go to the movie theater, look for your exit. <laughs> you have to learn that to pass the test. And uh, exactly. then you paper, rock, scissors. You have to lose a paper, rock, scissors to see who has to do it this month at every office building That's in like New York. That's like their pledge of allegiance every morning. They he's, all he's recite it the, the, multiple, the multiple choice test. You tell your family every time you go to the... Movie theater, blank. restaurant. <laughs> it's not Catacombs. even fill in the blank. Even when the, even when it's like a young guy, I've been doing this for twenty five years. Oh, exactly, <laughs> it's the first day on the job. Always, always, always. I've been doing this for thirty seven years. <laughs> yeah, that's on the multiple choice. How many years have you been doing this? Thirty four years. <laughs> it's just filled in. It's laminated over. All the things been filled in a long time ago. All those circles were done, and then they just copyright over it. Here, it's, it's on the back of the clipboard. There's nothing clipped onto it. Turn internet over.